It took her fifteen minutes just to leave the house. She needed to have all the breakfast stuff set out for her father, in case he woke before nine, when the help, a middle-aged woman called Sarah King, would arrive. Sarah could let herself in. She had a key and her father was used to her. The snow was still falling heavily. Lucy was wearing a thick jumper over her shirt and had pulled on a heavy black coat. She'd worn her jeans, a pair of tights beneath to keep her warm. Even so, the cold wind bit at her skin and made her lungs ache when she breathed in. Her gloves were soaked already from having to brush the snow from her windscreen. Then she'd set off at ten miles an hour, vainly using the bare flat of her hand to rub away the fern-like patterns of ice that formed on the inside of the glass from her own expiration. The tires on the car began to lose grip, and Lucy felt the vehicle drift across the road. Quickly, she remembered to steer into the skid to keep the car on track. She tried not to be distracted by the snow beating silently against the windscreen, nor the ominous presence of the woodland itself, standing black behind the orange fluorescence of the street lamps. It ran the entire length of Prehan, extending far beyond the estate, almost to new buildings in one direction and Governor Scale in the other. There were a number of entrances to the woods, including one at the far end of the street on which Lucy lived. But Travers' comment on the proximity of the hotel narrowed down where the child had been seen. When she reached the bottom entrance, she realised that despite the slowness of her travel, she was there before the response team. An abandoned milk float sat at an angle, its headlamps ablaze, illuminating the edge of the woods. Long, dark shadows from the trees stretched away into blackness. As she got out of the car, a man struggled down from the cab of the milk float and made his way up towards her. There's someone in there! he shouted up to her. I think it's the McLaughlin girl. I phoned the police. They've arrived, Lucy responded, waving the torch she held in her hand. D.S. Black, were you the one who saw her? The man had reached her by now, his cheeks flushed with the chill. Michael Mann, he said, nodding in response to her question. She went in there. He pointed to his right. You didn't try to stop her, Lucy asked, trying not to sound accusatory. Failing. Of course I did, he replied. She turned and ran. Lucy paused, rephrasing before she spoke again. It was safer not to go in alone after her, she said. He looked at her a moment, as if searching for offence, then nodded. Where are the rest of you? he asked. The rest are on their way. Things are busy tonight, sir. Mahan grunted in response, spat on the ground in front of him, ran the tip of his shoe against the snow. I was thinking it was her, you know, the wee girl, Kate. Lucy nodded. Was it? The man grimaced apologetically, shrugged his shoulders. She didn't stand still for long. I couldn't tell with the dark. Understandable, sir. Lucy said. We'll know soon enough. She puffed out her cheeks, then began trudging through the snow towards the woodland edge. She knew she should wait for the response team, but in this weather, they could take an hour to arrive. The child would be past helping by then. 
You'll never find her in there on your own, Mahan shouted from behind her. I'm not on my own, though, am I? Lucy replied. The surface snow scattered the light from her torch as they moved into the trees. Sweeping the beam from side to side, she scanned the forest floor for footprints. For even the slightest indentation on the snow's crust that might signal the passage of the child the milkman had seen. Even with the falling snow, the air around them seemed unusually chilled and sharp with the scent of decaying leaves. Nothing, she said. Huh? Mahan stooped slightly to avoid the hanging branches of the trees now surrounding them. You're sure you saw someone? Lucy asked, inadvertently turning the torch on the man as she twisted to look at him. I swear to God, he said.